everybody. I am Kenny. And I am Mike. And we are here to podcast at you. Uh, or with you, if you are also doing a podcast at this time. <laughs> we are here to podcast to you. And from you. Um, we are inspired by you. Um, are we really, though? Um, uh, I don't know. I guess that... Well, I don't know that we that- really get anything back from these people. Well, hmm, I guess uh, I'm assuming that the people listening to this are friends or perhaps family. My sister commented on the podcast. She's like, these are great. Do more. Okay. Well, uh, for this audience of one, (laughs) for this audience of one, this one's for you. So what is, uh, I don't know. Do we have a name for this podcast yet? We don't. We don't. We don't. Mike and Kenny's nameless podcast. Right. Uh, The project project uh well when i had the idea that it should be like focused on movie trailers mm-hmm. i thought it could be called trailer hitch because we're hitch, right. we're hitching our podcast to trailer. all the movie trailers yes um and and trailer hitches are a thing that you put on a car right to connect i just you know i yeah. figured if i was going to explain it i might as well go all the way yes just keep <laughs> so what exactly is a trailer hitch again it's like the little it's a little ball that sticks out the back of a of mm-hmm. a and from under the bumper. Right. And so we uh, are like that. Uh, how exactly? Um, are, are we pulling the trailers or are the trailers pulling us? Wow. Well, I think you have reached enlightenment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's begin the, uh, the Every, segment. Everybody's favorite segment. Which is uh, Mike's Got Questions. Uh, Kenny's got answers. answers. Yes. Um, Well done. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I I guess these are two questions. Actually, maybe three. Uh, But let's just say... (laughs) All right. Sorry. Uh, A three-part question? Can we uh, say that? Perhaps, yeah. Uh, So uh, when and where were you born? I was born in uh, 1980 Mm -hmm. in, actually, uh, West Covina. West Covina, yeah, which really? we were just talking about, yes, um, just as being like a as a horrible, horrible place, yeah, out of out of the way place. Yes, no one would ever want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I was born. I was born at a hospital in West Covina. Wow. Uh, weirdly, for many years, I thought I was born in Whittier, and mm-hmm. I don't know where I got that idea. I don't know how, how weird is that. Like, uh, I, I in, in my mind. Whittier and West Covina, like, exist in... <laughs> the in same a, nebulous somewhere uh, in Southern California. I don't right. really know or care where they are. Right. Sorry. But, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I mean, so... But Whittier... How far away is Whittier from... Uh, Whittier's, like, in Orange County. Uh, uh, there's, like, Whittier Hospital. Okay. And I think I thought that because when I was young, I lived in Laguna Hills. Mm-hmm. And there's probably a closer hospital to that area. Mm-hmm. And my parents must have mentioned it at some point, and I thought I was from Whittier Hospital. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was treated there when I was a baby or something. Um, uh-huh. But apparently I was born in West Covina, and I didn't find that out until later. Mm-hmm. There's uh, many security questions that I myself set up wrong due to that misinformation. Oh, really? You? <laughs> oh, really? So, like, that screwed up your getting onto uh, different websites. Yeah. You uh, you now have lost access right. to a now, good part of your fortune. No, now I'm actually starting to suspect that this this segment is just uh, a trick for you to get my security questions Absolutely. from me. Uh, let's see. The next <laughs> The next one better not be my favorite car or my first pet. Yes. Uh, or where you went to school. Um, Shit. 
That's right. Yeah. My Damn. security's been All compromised right. just from this podcast Damn. now. Damn. All right. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, what is your mother's <laughs> maiden name? Um, well, let's see. The, uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? Kenny. These do feel like security questions. I'm sorry. These are, these are the questions that I have. I uh, always, uh, I always wanted to, uh, to make podcasts, which for a long time people thought I was crazy. And I said, mm-hmm. just you wait, eventually they will be invented and I will do them mm-hmm. for nothing. Uh, actually. Wow. So you've had this microphone mm-hmm. for, since you were like five years old. Yeah. Just waiting for a computer to be invented that it could plug into. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, when I was uh, when I was a little kid, I always loved cars, mm-hmm. and I had lots of Hot Wheels, and I you know I'd read what each one was on the bottom. And mm-hmm. uh, but when I was two years old, we'd drive down the street, and I'd know every car, like oh that's an Oldsmobile Cutlass and mm-hmm. whatever. And and I wanted to be a mechanic. Mm-hmm. That is something that I am I'm terrible at. Uh, like other people are like, well, what what type of car? was that and like some people would be like well that's a hyundai elantra that was uh, obviously like in a hyundai elantra like in 90 yeah 99 and i would be like you're not uh, good at the make and model right i'm not good at that at all i yeah. think maybe now i could probably do it a little bit like having lived out here i think a bit i had an argument with, like stephanie was pointing out like a, a mini cooper she thought was a mini countryman mm-hmm. the big one and she was like that's the big one isn't it it's like no it's not it's like oh sure that, that's that must be the midsize one the uh mini clubman mm-hmm. and i was like no it's not a mini clubman because the mini clubman has a, a split door in back so mm-hmm. obviously not a mini clubman she's like no that's definitely the middle-sized one i was like no that's mini cooper and you just i let it drop you let it drop you did yeah. not fight that one yeah, to the I, knew bitter get, end. I knew i'd get the last word here i see okay <laughs> to Is the that, public okay so there 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 you what you lost with giving out your security information you got back <laughs> getting, uh, the last word. getting the last word against your uh, wife. But I, I wanted to be a mechanic mm-hmm. until I realized that mechanics get dirty all the time. They have constantly like oil and grease all over their hands. Uh-huh. And I'd just be like, I'd be constantly washing my hands. That sounds awful. No, forget it. Well, I so mean, I, like my... I gave up on my dream. You gave up on your dream? Yeah. It's never too late, man. <laughs> it is never too late. Did you change uh, vocations? Did you change like uh, I- I- ideas of vocations uh, a lot when you were younger? Uh, not that much. When mm-hmm. I was in, I'm not sure what I wanted to be after I stopped wanting to be a mechanic. But once I was in in third grade, I decided to be a writer, and I never mm-hmm. changed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think uh, with me it was. Um, uh, it's ne- never quite so easy. Never quite. It was. Oh, really? Yeah, I think for me it was. Yeah, just a, a lot of diff- other jobs basically came up, mm-hmm. and I would change jobs like weekly, uh, practically. Even after you were grown, uh, or, or even you no, were a kid, you were like, a kid, you were like, going to be a fireman. Was yes. it always like prototypical jobs, like fireman, doctor? No, uh, not race car driver. Uh, I think I didn't want to become a doctor. I think there was like, it was, uh, yeah, there, there was like one week I, I remember where it went from like, um, cartoonist to astrophysicist wow. to garbage man, like, uh, <laughs> like garbage man. I really those want are to all be good. garbage man. Those, those are all good. actually. Yeah. Those are all good jobs. Uh, I mean, garbage men get paid really well and really, I have no idea. I think they get paid better than you think because it's a, it seems like an undesirable job, mm-hmm. but I think they have good job security and uh-huh. uh, a pretty good wage actually. Man. I think there's like a, I think it's a unionized job, I assume. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, because there's garbage strikes in New York all the time. It must right. be a union job. I screwed up. They get these city contracts, like, 
they you know there's that that job's never going to go away you're That's, never going to be able to get rid of your garbage in the cloud So uh, now we've come to the part of our show where we discuss one of my favorite obsessions, which is movie trailers. Uh, They're just like going to the movies, except you can do it from home, and it's free, and you only see the best parts, and uh, it's pretty much better than movies in every way, I think. You have no need to actually see the movie. Yeah, no. Why why would you? You saw the best parts. I mean, that's... In some ways, that... Uh, for certain movies, I actually do want to avoid seeing the trailers. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember, like actually, when I watched TV or had a roommate who had TV, I would always like avoid watching the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like even like run out of the room, wow. or, like close my eyes, like because I just did not want to ruin the experience of seeing the movie. I met this girl uh, at the comic shop in Burbank who was like that with the Avengers Mm -hmm. because she was so excited for the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, she works at, she works at the comic shop there. Uh, and, uh, she, she said like when the, she, when she was in the theater and the trailer would come on, she would like cover her ears and shut her eyes Uh and just like roll into a ball. And people would think that she was crazy. Right. But she said that, uh, like, you know, she saw the dark Knight that way and Mm -hmm. she was much more surprised. No, no, (laughs) not the entire movie. You mean the trailer? She avoided the dark Knight trailers the same way. Okay. And therefore found the dark Knight to be an even more rewarding experience because she hadn't been spoiled by any aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't, I was imagining that she had, uh, concocted this whole other experience (laughs) where she just saw it a few times, but only key moments. And and then she, that would even heighten her experience more of seeing this movie. Uh, Uh, I don't know what that means, but uh, like the idea would be you go into a movie and you only watch like maybe five minutes of the movie and either you run out or you try to, Mm. uh, Try to <laughs> try to ward off all other uh, stimuli um, from the movie, just so you can get like the pure experience of ten minutes, and then you the can pure run experience away. of ten minutes at a time. Yes, it just feels like a much more expensive way to see a movie. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a terrible idea. I don't uh, see any upside. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's. Uh, well, you know, we've we've gotten we're uh, blue skying here, man. Look, I'm just, we've, I'm we've tossing had, out ideas. We've had uh, listener comments that. Uh, we agree too much on this show. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to throw it on right here and say that is terrible. That is a fantastic idea. That is, uh, I'm just digging in my <laughs> heels more. Uh, your your contempt for that idea only makes me more convinced that it's a it's a great idea. Uh, in that way, uh, it's the most genial disagreement ever. <laughs> yes, we're. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I have it in me to. Uh, I think the room is too hot to really muster that much fighting spirit. If we lowered the temperature in here, do you think we would be much yeah. more willing to yeah, fight? Yeah, I think so. I think this has just made us lethargic. There are a lot of trailers to look at. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize. One of the last ones. Either. One of the last ones we looked at was uh, GI Joe Retaliation, I believe. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, it seemed like you were pretty enamored with that one. <laughs> Yeah. Or aspects of it. Yes. Uh, what did you what What did you respond to in the GI Joe Retaliation trailer? Um, just the uh, the shocked reveal of Bruce Willis, which I guess actually we had seen <laughs> another trailer where that seemed to happen. Like, uh, Expendables did kind of the same thing. Expendables yes. two, mm-hmm. uh, only Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis in that trailer as well, mm-hmm. although he's taken for granted more. But they do 
the re- the same reveal for Chuck Norris and Arnold uh-huh. in the Expendables trailer, where it's like, we're going to need more guys, cut to Chuck Norris, and then Arnold saying... I'll be back, right? No, uh, I'm back. Oh, I am back. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, which uh, <laughs> I guess kind of makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I think I probably would have liked it. I don't know if I don't know if I would. I, actually, I'm not sure if I like it at all. <laughs> but like uh, John Claude Van Damme uh, being in that movie. Is he in the two? Is he is in it too. He is the guy. He is the uh, European accented guy. Oh, okay, that's um, him. Um, did you see the that, Expendables? I did not see the Expendables, so I, all the subtleties in the second one will be completely lost I on me. I could not get through the Expendables. I got 20 minutes into it. Uh-huh. It's just a boring-ass movie that I couldn't... That actually seemed it, kind of unremarkable. But the, get the, through, once you get through the exposition, it really is it's terribly rewarding after, <laughs> after well, the exposition. Well, that's the thing about the exposition in that movie, which is that... Uh, Everybody in the movie shares the trait that you cannot understand a damn word they say. Right. Like, Sylvester Stallone's it seems like, mouth. Yeah, it seems and like then, Sylvester Stallone is, like, actually making it worse. Like, it seems like it's a conscious effort on yeah. his part. <laughs> like, that he he's mumbling. Uh, Mickey Rourke is there. You can't understand how, what he's mumbling. Right. And then uh, there's, like, Jet Li, who's got the accent. And then Jason Statham, who also has a heavy accent. And then mm-hmm. Dolph Lundgren, who has a heavy accent, and then Arnold shows up. Right. Like literally, no one in the movie—they're they're all either mumblers or uh, they have heavy accents. Right. I Not mean, I guess one Jason conversation. Statham speaks English, but yes. with a, a British accent. Yeah, but you're—I con- mean, he probably speaks pretty well, actually. Mm-hmm. But you're constantly having to recalibrate between his accent and then the next guy's accent, and then the next guy's mush mouth. How about uh, Jet Li? Jet Li. Uh, uh, no, he, he, he does he, not speak clearly. He does not speak clearly. Uh, He's. What about, um... It's the, a movie, like, with ten guys who can't talk. What about, uh... That's why they're so good at using their fists, because they've never been able to speak. What about, um, those, uh, patients of the oral surgeon who play such a huge role in that movie? Wait, what? Uh, the oral surgery patients. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, Bruce Willis, army. Bruce Willis comes in right after his he dentist appointment. Pro- yeah, problem. <laughs> He's a prominent oral surgeon. I guess, like, he... Maybe that's why but expen- his reveal is such a big one, because finally mm. someone you can understand. Like, yeah. he shows up, and <laughs> it's a dramatic moment, because you can understand So him. he's back for that. Now we've gotten off track. We're talking yes. about two movies at once. Sorry. But Expendables I, is... I, my not-on message. But, but yes, uh... Expendables has, like, doubled down on that with Jean-Claude Van Damme in a bigger <laughs> role for Arnold, apparently. Right. Also, that scene, Arnold comes up and, like, tears the door off a smart car. Yes. And the trajectory of the door is so awkward that it's clearly, clearly on a wire. Right, it is not. He he lifts it and, like, releases it, and it just kind of spins and wobbles across the screen. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I mean, I guess, yeah, like, I don't know. I like the idea of, like, um, a guy in his 60s ripping off the door of a car. (laughs) Without trying to. Just (laughs) accidentally ripping off a a door. (laughs) Right. Yeah, um, there's a lot. This is the second time I've seen that trailer, and there's I understood more this time. The first time I literally did not understand a word. Did uh, not understand a word. Yeah, uh, I guess I a lot I of it's from Jean Claude Van da- Jean Claude Van Damme and mm-hmm. J C V D. I guess. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I suppose uh, in my mind, <laughs> uh, uh, the Expendables two and GI Joe Retaliation kind of blend together. They're kind of the same blend in a together. lot of ways. Bruce Willis is doing a lot of those roles where he pops up and you're supposed to be really glad to see him. Mm-hmm. 
Although I, I do enjoy the idea of um, the Cobra taking over the White House, like the Cobra flag yes. coming down over that's, the White House. Uh, if you didn't see the first G.I. Joe, you missed out because that's the cliffhanger. What? You that's, see, uh, well, he wakes up and... Though that the um, a doppelganger has replaced the president. Ah, a doppelganger okay. from Cobra. Hmm. Oh, no, we're out of time. Uh, we're trying, folks. We're trying to... Uh, manage our time. We're trying to manage our time, be less long-winded and uh at least in a boring way we don't want to be long-winded in a boring way so we're trying to be a little more disciplined with our time and uh the end result is that we continue to ramble as much as we always have except you get this horrible noise in the middle just punctuated by just to remind you how much time we're wasting you'll hear a buzzer right okay so originally uh, we were just going to uh hire someone to like bang pans around Uh, but that is not uh, that did not turn out to be feasible, uh, just in terms of cost. And yes. there's also not enough oxygen in this room for a third person to, right. especially lifting heavy pans. <laughs> right, we are we're just covered in sweat. If you can't uh, <laughs> picture this, and uh, yeah, I think that's a, I think people are really going to like that image. Yeah, just uh, just us about two ready guys to pass out. covered in sweat, just shirtless. locked in a room together. Yeah. Um, Whatever, let's continue. Let's continue. All right. <laughs> uh, so, so a doppelganger from Cobra has taken over the White House at the mm-hmm. end of the first one, has taken over the White House from Jonathan Price, the British president of America. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened, but yeah, uh, that may have been a, that should have been a tip off. Yeah. Uh, that he was, in fact, <laughs> I, a, I wonder if he had a lot of people claiming he was not born here. <laughs> right. What, just because of my, my thinly disguised British accent? What are you right. talking about? Yes, I am a fully naturalized United States citizen. <laughs> yeah, So, and also they seem to kill off Channing Tatum, who was the star of the first G.I. Joe. Channing Tatum, wow. He's there talking to The Rock in the first scene, and then after the attack, he's nowhere to be seen, so he seems to die in that attack. Wow. Man, you just gave away an uh, yes. important part of that movie. I'm, I'm pretty smart about figuring out these twists. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, again, I'm curious about... Uh, what kind of policies a Cobra White House would have. <laughs> uh, Maybe they actually, yeah, it's more just about, like, uh, <laughs> them, uh, their educational system. What I and, like is that the Joes get to join the ranks of the elite team that's been disavowed. Mm-hmm. They get ghost protocoled. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They're like, wow. no, no one, you know, they've wiped out all the Joes except for us three. Mm-hmm. No one can help us now. We're off the grid. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you got to call in Bruce Willis. Right. I don't know. Maybe, uh, huh. Uh, the Joe's like the A-Team and the Joe's Impossible like Missions Force. Mishable, yes, the Ghost Protocol. There should be an there. Avengers where all the disavowed teams team up. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you would have to uh, have an extinction of all of the uh, superheroes in that universe. Yeah. Well... Uh, I just, yeah, I just like the idea of, um, uh, I, I cannot get away from the idea of Cobra in <laughs> government, uh, mm-hmm. and what the Cobras would actually maybe achieve. Maybe they actually, you don't see that part of the movie, but they actually, but they uh, push policy through, they push policy through like nobody's business. <laughs> uh, they and, take over the opposition with doppelgangers. Right. Exactly. Oh, there was something else I liked about the trailer, which is that shot where, like, an enormous portion of London is destroyed. Yeah, that is that is a huge part of 
Yeah, like, I don't know if that is the beginning. I, I imagine that's like a dream sequence. Maybe no, no. Like they, that they is a huge... but like they tear up a lot of Paris in the first one, but mm-hmm. not like that. Like here, like the whole Earth is torn up. Like right, you just you literally see. Like, uh, you know, how many tens of thousands of people are killed right in that shot? Yeah, just right in that moment. Um, and uh, I don't know, maybe during the Olympics. Just the point to which, like, we can delight in this mass destruction in movies now. It used to be, like, even as uh, as recently as ID4, mm-hmm. uh, that we would see, like, one building massively destroyed. And that was enough to satiate our... Uh, right. lust to see lust, yes to see buildings felled mm-hmm. <laughs> or felled? okay yeah in you know and in, in in transformers like in transformers 3 they they totally like exterminate chicago mm-hmm. and so like it's getting bigger and bigger like yeah, how much see these things happen uh how much yeah. destruction we're willing to tolerate just as like the pretext to the stuff happening right i, I remember in um like Die Hard Two, I never liked, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons I don't like Die Hard Two is that there's a whole plane that crashes, mm-hmm. like a plane load of innocent people are killed, and McLean fails to stop it. Right, uh, and it just feels like, in my mind, I I'd never come back from that scene. There's like right. even when he stops a terrorist, like, but this whole plane crashed. Right, failed. he was just at the very end. Yeah, he's like a, nothing I could have. We are we are victorious, but that was, still my heart is heavy. That was just one beat to prove that the guys who didn't listen to him were wrong, basically. Right, and. and then like it just feels like a failure then at that mm-hmm. point that you didn't say well but the 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 ante has been upped like now you can destroy the entire city of right. Chicago or London and it's just like no don't worry don't worry there's still plenty left to save I just like the idea uh, yeah I don't know maybe uh, the rest of the movie is not there is no action and it's just them it's depressed just, they're in mourning they're depressed they're in mourning and it becomes kind of a. Uh, like an independent movie. But like, at what point do we have to road trip? Do together. we have to graduate to just like shots of like entire continents being wiped out, and then right. the heroes are like, "Well, now it's time to go to work." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what will motivate these people. <laughs> what motivates? Uh, what motivates these people? The, the last of humanity, like <laughs> on the island of Hawaii, everything else everywhere is dead, and they're just like, "Well, we stopped it." Mm-hmm. I don't know. I. I don't know if it's just a, a thirst for spectacle. Maybe just uh, people just need to see something. They're like, wow. Yeah, I think so. Just more and more stuff that they need to use CG to destroy. Mm-hmm. Now that we can knock down whole buildings, it's not enough for us anymore. Right. I just don't know. Yeah. it That just, in a way, like seeing that shot, like turned me off the movie. Where, oh, really? Yeah. I'm just like, really? Okay. Like, uh, that just seems... So uh, wanton. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's like how Die Hard Two was for me. Mm-hmm. So it was your Die Hard Two moment, right? It was just like, ah, oh. it's just such a downer. It's just like, like a man. whole city is wiped out. I guess. Right. Is it still fun now? Right. And then that that will be forgotten. Like, yeah. That that will be forgotten in the next movie, and you're like, man, like something like that. That would like sit with people for a generation. Right. This is just two. so like. Movies like this or Transformers 3, like, it, they're just, they're stupid. They're mm-hmm. so stupid. Right. And they know they're stupid. And they're right. just supposed to be a fun ride and a good time. Right. And, like, why, how have we got to this point where, for a stupid good time, we have to invoke something so horrible? I don't know. I mean, uh... And we're well, just supposed to go along with it and be like, well, it's just a stupid good time, you know. Mm-hmm. Tens know. of thousands dead. Whatever. We didn't see them. 
I mean, I don't know if, like, they did that... Uh, Battleship seems to do that, too, that you've got, you know, buildings falling down. Right, and I guess in the advertisement, like, a child witnesses all these people dying in front of him on a, on a roadway. Yeah. And then he somehow... You're like, man, well, uh, how many other kids like him were in those cars? <laughs> it's, it's okay. The the kid that the camera was on, it was He's all okay. right. He's so right. He's I blonde. guess uh... You don't have to worry. <laughs> None of the brown folks. Or... <laughs> all the blonde kids were in safe cars. <laughs> right. uh... I guess I, I enjoy seeing... I, I still kind of enjoy seeing movies about apocalypse, but it's I just, think it, like... It feels like we've... It, it, what it feels like is like we've built up a tolerance. We've built up a tolerance for one building exploding, so mm-hmm. now we have to see whole cities fall apart. Right. And and it's like that's that's how we got to fucking get our high now. That's how right. Like they can't get off to anything less than that. Right. We need that. We're just now. so numb. It's it's like having to drink more to get drunk. It's like uh, having to do more heroin to get your high. Right. It's like having to get like weirder and weirder porn to get off. Right. Like I I just can't get hard to naked pictures anymore. Right. I need like a <laughs> I need a chainsaw in there somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's like that's what it is mm-hmm. when we're when we're looking at London getting blown up just for the sake of fucking GI Joe. Right. Like. That's what's happening, America. Yeah. You may think this is just fun, but actually this is you not being able to get hard for vanilla porn anymore. Man, I'm trying to... Now Now that you're going on this rant, I'm just imagining <laughs> you doing that for in front of your new child. I'm just like imagining that... Yes. Would you Would you couch it in the same... <laughs> Everything is the rabbit the same, hole of porn. Use the same simile? Yes. Uh, let's see, what would it be? Uh it's like not having the same, not being able to have one candy bar. I don't know. I'm I'm like forcing this on you, but I guess <laughs> uh, like does uh, do you think that like now that you watch these uh, trailers, you're like, man, I'm not gonna let my kid see this or what or what kind of world is my kid coming it's into? The world of numb emotional stakes and big action movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I do actually not. Um, not so much with movies, but like I, you do start to like view the world through that unfun lens where mm-hmm. like stuff that would seem cool mm-hmm. now you have to be like, ah, but what, what world? Yeah. I think like for the child, <laughs> like at that pool party that I was mm-hmm. referring to in a previous podcast, I suppose, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, I was joking about like taking off my shirt and jumping into the water uh-huh. while the kids were there. And I was like, no, that's not funny anymore. Like that's not, uh, it's funny to me and it's, I, maybe, but, uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a funny idea anymore. I think, uh, what do you, what do you mean? Well, just the idea of like, Hey, I'm just going to take off my shirt around these kids. Like it's a that, pool party. I think yeah, that's acceptable. Party. I guess so. But I, I think I, that's the one situation where you, you still could do it. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, if it were like a cocktail party, maybe not. Yeah. Kid, I don't know what kids are doing at a cocktail party. I'm sorry. I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think there's... Uh, well, I mean, I think there's stuff like, uh, I don't know, like in comic books when, like, the the female superheroes have, like, these skimpy, sexy outfits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, normally I'm like, fine, great. Yeah. But, uh, if, I, my, but if I were to have a daughter, it'd be like, oh, well, no, now I see. Yes. Now I see why that's bad. Yeah, get this away from... <laughs> I will hold on to this. <laughs> now, this is Daddy's comic. This is Daddy's comic. I, you're just you constantly <laughs> uh, 
constantly uh, removing their porn or removing their... Uh, <laughs> removing their porn? <laughs> Do they just have it? I don't know. Maybe... No, that's the... Uh, forget it. Uh, just uh, confiscating uh-huh. different comic books. Yeah. Uh, well, that's another catalogs. thing is, like, we have all these, like, all these toys and, like, little kid stuff. Like, mm-hmm. stuffed animals. I've got my toy cars. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a kid running around and be like, hey, toys. And they'll be like, no. Those no. toys are not for you. Yes. They're behind are... glass for a reason. Right. Nothing yeah. on this shelf. These are for display only. Yeah. I mean, I th- that's, I guess, the other part of... And it. they'll be like, but they're toys. And they'll be like, they're not for you. They're <laughs> that's going to be you. That's going to be so hard to make them understand, I think. Yeah. That's a hilarious conversation that I, I cannot wait to see. <laughs> Well, uh, I guess we'll work on the uh, leather armchair and uh, Sherry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to get both of those things. Yes. Uh, so maybe next time we'll, uh, you know, we're going to get lots of expensive things to add some production value. Right. You'll be able to listen to the leather armchair. You'll be you'll, able to hear the Sherry being poured. Right. You'll just, you'll hear, you'll, you'll be able to hear the, well, technically you will be able to hear the clinking glasses yes you have the clinking ice in the glasses and you'll be able to appreciate sherry uh, on the uh, sherry on the rocks which i don't think most people have but how uh, expensive our sherry glasses are you'll be right. able to hear that in the quality of the ping right just uh, the sheer sound of the crystal you'll be mm-hmm. able to uh you'll be able to hear the reflection of our faces in the glass if you're daredevil <laughs> yes if you're daredevil yes exactly uh okay so devil does listen to this podcast i've heard mm-hmm and his power works even through a bad recording. <laughs> even through, uh, yeah, I would say this is a bad recording. This is a pretty solid recording. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Thank yes. you. Um, all right. So uh, that's it for this time, lady and gentleman. Yes. <laughs> the two people maybe who listen. Lady, maybe. Who are the two listeners? Should we Should we actually uh, well, these people? There's my sister. There's your sister. Tammy Byerly. Tammy, Tammy Byerly. Uh, uh, that's, that's the only one I know for sure. Right. That is our um, only confirmed listener. I, I think, uh, I think it was, uh, Stephen Pellegrini, a friend Stephen of mine from high school. Okay. Left a comment on it. All right. So, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Stephen. Called out by name. Wow. Uh, these are two people, I guess I, I do not, not know Stephen. I have met your sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are not entirely people that i know yeah so, uh I, I guess feel, that's it i feel famous enough so thank you both of you thank you both of you and uh, uh we hope you'll <laughs> tell some friends yeah um grab your whole family around and uh, gather uh, by uh, the fire. Uh, peter and russ at work i think have listened to it peter has listened to it a few a few times mm-hmm. russ i i think has listened to it again guys uh thanks for listening yeah uh in advance <laughs> And uh, that's about it. That is it. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, Talk to you later. And uh, Jeremy, if you're listening, I'm sorry I left you out. Jeremy. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.